Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out. With your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Bear Maximum. Ahoy! Ahoy! Oh, I could not hear myself at all. Changing my goodness. Okay, I can hear myself. Hello. Hi. Ah. Hey, there we go. Better. Ahoy and happy 150th episode. What? (laughs) No way. It is. It is indeed. Dude. (laughs) That's the... What? What? It's almost time for our... What was that? Three-year retrospective. It is. Right? Almost. Yeah. Holy cow. That's a lot. A lot of uh, a minute. Yeah. Episode 156 will be our three-year, like, not like, yeah, when we... uh, Yeah. It'll be our official third-year date-wise, or, like, episode-wise, anyway. Man, we should do a retrospective. Three-year retrospective coming soon. Three-year I yes, I will have to put that in my notes. Remember, <laughs> haha. Countdown. <laughs> Back to Look, I'm gonna put that right at the top of our show notes. That's wild, man. Yeah. So we'll save the rest of our remarks for that for the retrospect for later. I I just throw that out there. <clears throat> say no, thank you. That's Welcome. exciting. Something to keep track of. Yeah. Thing. Bang. Nice. Oh, so, what's uh new? <clears throat> Surviving the back to work hardships. Oh no! Right. Well, just always like. <sighs> so I was thinking the other day, and it was like some sort of post somewhere. I don't know. Like it was like, "Yo, teachers, if y'all love teaching so much, how come you complain so much about going back to school?" Well, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, okay. Here's the inside information. <clears throat> In sh- the short version, the short answer to this question, right, is uh, people become teachers to work with kids. Nobody becomes a teacher to make and look at spreadsheets and sit in staff meetings. Ooh. Wow, hot take there. Really? That's why yeah. that's why no teacher likes the back to school because that's what the first days of back to school are. <laughs> are spreadsheets and staff meetings and new procedures and new zany laws that your state may have passed over the course of the summer break that you now have to know about. Uh <laughs> <laughs> those exciting things oh you know what nobody likes that nobody liked the other stuff interesting interesting mm-hmm. yeah Almost so like. if you were like oh man i love spreadsheets i was gonna become a teacher perhaps you're a business teacher but other than business teachers <laughs> no money counting like i don't <laughs> yeah if you're like a man I was ready to teach like my econ class about okay okay that's okay that's different but like yeah. normal people <laughs> elementary and middle school teachers don't go <laughs> <laughs> so it's all like uh, we have all this new staff right 
because oh. that's a chronic problem that every school in the country is having currently is like staff turnover is oh my god stupid yeah. so we have like all these people and i have no idea who they are and i just keep seeing them and be like hey anyway uh like <laughs> you <laughs> hey you <laughs> we don't have like a we have new a uh, new person who's like an instructional coach okay yeah. so uh this year trauma in the instructional land of we have brand new um language arts and math curriculum for the elementary school okay okay listeners our elementary school is weird it's k6 okay but we're a relatively small school so it's cut in half we have k6 7 12 okay but we middle sixth grade still calls ourselves middle school because we don't do anything remotely like the rest of them (laughs) it's so stressful more on that later so k6 has new reading and math curriculum right so all day yesterday um and parts of today and then parts of the week next week (laughs) parts of several days next week are talking specifically about the new uh language arts and math curriculum oh no Uh, for those keeping score i teach science and social studies so um (laughs) you have a lot to contribute and there is so much happening and i'm like uh what does that mean for me? No. <laughs> so like, I ha- I currently, like, it's basically, it seems, I know this is not actually true. Okay. This is just like the feeling I get. Like, literally, no one cares about what I'm doing right now. So, well, sure. Okay. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, I even had to stay in this meeting yesterday, and the new lady's like, I made everybody binders. And she's like, I don't have one for you. And I was like, Yeah, yeah I know. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I don't need your priority language art standards because that will be zero help to me <laughs> yeah i'm not supposed to be here so you know what i did today what i made my own binder Bam! take that what? all this stuff i looked at uh, the my friend that teaches english right i looked at hers i was like can i see that for a second and it doesn't really have anything in it, it has some tabs to put stuff later and it has like their priority standards and like a calendar and something else. And I was like, you know, I have all this stuff that I've made for myself already. So, but it's in like, <clears throat> because my life is, uh, unorganized. I mean, <clears throat> studio Ghibli inspired. Eh? Uh, yes. That's <laughs> new favorite term. <laughs> uh, I have like this piece over there and I have like this piece over there <laughs> and then i have these things in this folder right yeah. so i just like went through my google drive and my other thing and i just like printed everything out and hole punched it and put it in a binder i had and was like kablam there we go <laughs> science binder accomplished ah <laughs> so now at least if somebody if somebody ever does come around this year and is like Hey, what is your class looking like? I can be like, well, funny you asked because I have this. Have this, I have this right, right here. Here, <clears throat> so like when I take when I do our quizzes and stuff, like our unit assessments, right? I can just print off the summary page that shows like the average score, the whatever, like you know that stuff, and then I can just like throw it in there and be like, look, 
data in a binder. <clears throat> the thing last year you told me I didn't need anymore. And I was like, no, I'm keeping all my stuff. And this year they're like, hey, we want you to have this binder full of data. And I was like, Jeez. good thing I, losers, good thing I didn't yeah. throw my stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Glad I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Dorks, come on. <clears throat> So yeah, I, there's a lot of me just being in limbo. Like, what do, you, what do I do? I mean, I don't like really want to be in your meeting and talk to you about stuff, but also like, yeah, I mean, uh, could you just tell me if I'm doing anything wrong? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all I want to know. Wrong? Be great. Yeah, I just need a little bit of feedback somewhere of like, do this. I'm like, okay, I can do that. Like, <laughs> or. I'm already doing that. Never mind. <laughs> so, I mean, you said, but how much, how much guidance do you get? Me for, personally? Yeah. Zero. zero. But not zero. Right. I have like, <clears throat> it just feels like zero sometimes. Right. That's just a me thing. Uh, it's my perception of things, which may or may not actually be correct. Um, <clears throat> I get like, my like a couple times the somebody will come and do like a classroom observation so they'll see that like they come into my classroom there's like a checklist that the the administrators have made up of like is this person doing these things like what are they doing what's happening in the classroom right there's a there's two versions of that. There's, well, I don't know if they use the other version anymore. Actually, there used to be two versions of that. There was an informal one. Cause sometimes the principal would just like show up randomly and be like, Hey, how's it going? Like say hi to the kids and then leave. Uh, but what they're actually doing is they're checking in on you. They're being visible to the kids to be like uh, making the connection. Right. But they're also just sort of like quickly looking around to see what's happening. Are kids on task? Are we working? Are we doing stuff? Are we helping our, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and there would just be like a a mini checklist that I would get in an email like a day or two later. They would just be like, oh, hey, I just was in your class. I wanted to show this is what I saw. Keep up the good work or blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. Uh, there's like a comment section where they type something for you. And then there's like the unofficial uh, observation time that happens where it's like a much more involved checklist. And they come into your classroom and like, or if you're me, they schedule a time and then something principally happens and they don't come. And so I send like really smart alecky text messages being like, just come whenever, just surprise me. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) But they come in and they have like an official sheet, right? And then after the they make they do the observation you have like a meeting with them right where they go over it and they talk about so you have you to talk about things and and whatever so so they'll talk about like areas of improvement or like your goals for classroom stuff or whatever like it just depends on how your observation went so so that feedback is good except for the few times when they're like yeah everything's good like wait what <laughs> oh okay cool so anything i could work on? i i feel like many times people uh yeah that that kind of feedback uh is so not helpful and 
I think there's this pressure to give that feedback or think that that's okay. Um, but it's like, I, I really feel like even when overall everything quote unquote looks good, I think you, you kind of, I don't, I feel obligated to give some sort of feedback, encouragement, like here's where I want to see you continue in like working and focusing. Uh, maybe there's nothing major that we have to work yeah, on, yeah. but like, I don't know. Like I, I just went through some, um, 90 day reviews with our staff and few of, you know, most of them, it's like, I have nothing to tell you to improve on. So I'm going to, instead of saying, no, you're, you're great. I'm going to say, I really want to see you continuing to focus your energy in these three places because I see you really enjoy that. And that's awesome. So continue to do that. Even that kind of thing, like that tells them, okay, that gives me some direction to move and work for and toward. Yeah. The, I was digging around through my desk today and I found a bunch of old, uh, they're like informal evaluation notes from the, and it's the old instructional coach that we used to have like a long time ago, like when I first started and, um, <clears throat> I was reading her stuff again. Cause I keep all that stuff just to like, you know, think about it. Everyone's all reflect on it. Right. And hers were really, really good because she would, she would say that kind of stuff like, Oh yeah, I'm really happy to see you're really coming along in this area. And then she'd be like, have you thought about this? Like nothing like it, it was always phrased that way. Like, what yeah. would, what do you think about like this area focus now? Right. Cause I can see that you're really good at like this stuff, but then what about this other area of focus? Like, and it was never like, maybe she didn't see it. Maybe I didn't know, you know what I mean? But it was always like a question. She would always like put a question on there. Like, uh. think about this. Like, what could we do to make this better? Like, and all that was like, it was so good. Like, I, that's the, you know, that's really helpful stuff. <clears throat> like, oh yeah, that's a good point. Or even if you like, and it, and it's, it helps me in my brain because like, it might be something I'd been thinking about. Right. But it's just sort of like floating around in my head, you know? Yeah. And then like, it would help me try to think about that process and then formalize it into like a something, you know what I mean? It's like an actual entity and I could like write it down somewhere or put it or implement it like for real. You know what I mean? Instead of just like off the cuff, I could be like, okay, we're going to cement this as a process that we do. <laughs> well, I think also it helps. Op because it opens as a question if you had been thinking about it and, and ruminating on it and actually have some detailed thought it's much easier to open up that conversation and go you know what actually i have been thinking about that and here are the four reasons why i'm not interested in that or like yeah or like oh yeah that's a good i do need to like because <clears throat> like the you know certain things you're like oh yeah this is something that i'm doing but like you know, before I've talked about like being intentional about stuff. Right. And so like, okay, maybe I haven't been intentional. So I need to like, just formalize this process or like better communicate my expectations to the, the students. You know what I mean? So that they're more clear on what I'm looking for. Um, and that will alleviate stress and frustration from me and from them because now they just know, you know what I mean? Instead of like trying to guess what I want, how can I more clearly communicate what I'm looking for to them so that they know what's expected. Right. Like that makes sense to me. So <laughs> that kind of stuff. So that was good. I did that today. I'm avoiding 
I started unboxing some of my stuff because, like, I have all this stuff in my room, like, just random stuff. And it's, like, I just pile it in a big stack on these shelves <laughs> so I don't have to, like, move it out of my room at the end of the year, you know? And so I've been going through that. I cleaned out a file cabinet drawer. Uh, uh, what? Yeah. Insane. And I had to make some engineering changes to the way file cabinets function. Oh. Um, yeah. I don't even know what that means. So get ready. Uh, I I went through okay. my file cabinet and I was like, again, this is the file cabinet I've been avoiding for a long time. Right? Like, I've just been shoving more things in it. And this year I was like, yesterday I, afternoon I had a lot of time. So I was like, okay, well. I have no more room to put. <laughs> I have to. I have to do this. So I just ripped everything out of there, and it's from the. A lot of this stuff is in. It's like the old the, the teacher that was in that room before me stuff. Oh yeah, know? yeah. You've you've talked about kind of how yeah. you dredge through things every now and then. And yeah, yeah. And so I, this drawer was like okay, and it was a lot of just like I couldn't really tell what all of it was at first. So I actually went through it this time, and I was looking at stuff and like, okay, this is a file folder. Luckily she was a quite organized person. So that's really handy. Um, oh, that's so nice. At least all the file folders were labeled. Right. So that's nice. They're like the middle of file folders, you know? Um, so I was looking through there. I was like, this is some like reading and writing materials. Like I kept some of that stuff because we do have a response to intervention, like extra help with reading and writing stuff time. So I was like, I don't know if this will be useful, but that particular section that we teach is so fluid and random it could literally be anything at any moment so i was like i'm gonna keep some of this right it was a small stack though like very small (laughs) a Mm. bunch of the other stuff i got i threw away and in the very back of this file cabinet i found these like instruction manuals like old teaching manuals or whatever and one of them definitely said 1998 on it (laughs) and i was like I don't think I need this. <laughs> oh, come on. So that would have been from a teacher like before, 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 before this, the building that I'm in was built in 2000. Just Ooh. so we're clear. So that was <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. And I told my wow. friend that I work with my coworker and uh, <clears throat> that I found it. Cause she's been in that building. She's been, she's worked, she was working there then. I think she's been working there for 20 something years. So right about that time. And she was, she started laughing. She's like, Oh my Lord, what do you, <laughs> Amazing. but I got rid of all that stuff. So I have this big empty drawer. So <clears throat> I discovered that, uh, you know, the little metal piece inside the file cabinet uh, that you can like, that like slides around. Yes. And you can like, so when it's in the drawer is not 100% full, your stuff isn't like, randomly laying down yeah you know so it turns out uh that is designed because you're supposed to load the drawer from the front to the back right you want all the stuff at the front of the drawer and you know the drawers are really really long yeah you know but you want everything at the front by the the handle yes Uh, yes however i don't i want all of this random stuff Push to the back so I can have this big open space in the drawer for like science uh, instruments and stuff. So I just have sure. them there. So I took out that piece 
and I turned it around and reinstalled it backwards in the drawer so that all of my file folders are now smushed to the very back of the drawer. And I have more room to easily access like science instruments and uh, random things that I need throughout the time. Like my, I have some like weather instruments, you know, and like some other things. So I'm going to put them in there so I can just grab them. And that's the important distinction here that listeners might not have cut on is that you're using the file cabinet to store more than just documents, right? Yeah, it's it's, it's fine. <laughs> other things, which which I think is it's fine. It's massive drawers. Use them for something. Uh, yeah, but, but you're trying to co-store. Uh, <clears throat> you're trying to simultaneously store documents that you may or may not need access to. Who knows? Yeah, you also need to store, like you said, like instruments, rocks. I'm sure. Uh, I'm not going to put rocks in them because it's only a two drawer file cabinet. So oh. if I pull it out too far, it will probably start leaning. Fair enough. You know, uh, maybe the bottom drawer. I haven't done the bottom drawer yet. That could be a candidate for a rock drawer. Um, <laughs> except for they have to move my file cabinet out of my room every year. And I think the custodians will be super mad at me if I fill the file cabinet full of rocks. So oh. I have another cabinet in one of my things that doesn't move. Uh, Spied for cleansing. There's like a couple drawers that I haven't purged yet. So there's at least one that I know there's a bunch of stuff in there that I can throw away. So uh, rocks incoming for that one. <laughs> gotcha. <clears throat> and I did have to, I'm going to have to go through and uh, continue paring down the rocks because every year they'll find some that are like really cool and like, you should keep this one. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's a- Put this rock on, you know what I would do. Then you're having to do, uh, oh, you should, you know, the, um, just like the uh, Missouri State Fair is on right now. So you could have like a rock grading contest of like the best rocks of these 10. Well, I do have some that I like set out. Right. There's a couple like gems that are, that just have a perma position on the desk. Right. So, like, because <laughs> we found some like really cool fossils and stuff. So I just leave those out, you know. And then, uh, cause at the beginning of the year, they'll look at them like, oh, that's kind of cool, blah, blah. And then, so they've seen them around. And then later they find out what they actually are. And they're like, oh, cause like I don't tell them like what they are. They're just like, oh, yeah, you'll just later. Don't worry. The kids always tease me. My favorite word is later. Right, because I'm like, oh, then, then, later. Don't worry, it's coming. Don't. Worry. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> then, once they we get to that section and we actually know what we're looking at, then it's like, oh, then we can look at them again, right? So that's handy. Um, yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, it's nice and fun. So that I was just kind of doing some of that, making my binder, doing the the high school has ruined my life, right? Uh, because we are in, we are a small school. We are in K twelve in one building, right? There's several wings to the building, but it's a building. Um, the high school has decided this year, <clears throat> in their wisdom, that they shall add a uh, an eighth hour into the schedule, right? So it's not actually an hour long. It's like twenty five minutes or something, and it's going to be a rotating flex class where kids can go to different rooms at different times to get different help on homework, enrichment, all that stuff, right? Hmm. Um, extra attention, whatever. <clears throat> they were saying that up today, but what that means is all the other hours in their day they have shortened. 
Oh. Right? You have to shorten every other class period by X number of minutes in order to have this 25-minute block at the end of the day. Wow. Uh, So what that means is their their hours are shorter, which means my special class time, second hour, is now shorter than it was before. And that special class was... That's the class, that's the rotating class where uh, kids in sixth grade, like one day they'll go to counseling, one day they'll go to library, one day they'll go to band, right? Okay, yeah. But because we share the band teacher, our special time, it's the only teacher we share, right? So our special time has to be the same length as theirs, right? Because they're ours. So that means that now... My class, we had to completely re-subdivide our class times into new blocks because sixth grade is the only grade in the elementary that this affects. Uh, The only one. Right. So like we have, we're stuck because like first hour well like okay school starts and then between that start time and the second hour start time that you i can't change that right second hour special class time i can't change that then this weird amount of time between the the beginning of third hour and then whenever lunch starts later i have to now redivide that so it's even more even because if we didn't redivide it and we just went by the high school bell schedule, we looked at it and like third hour would be like 40 something minutes. And then third hour would be like 27 <laughs> oh my God. or fifth hour. And that, that can't work because I teach three sections of science in a row. So I can't have one science class be 40 minutes and the other one be 30. 30. Right. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> So we had to re-subdivide all of them. And they're not quite right. And there's nothing we can do about it. (laughs) Uh, So that was awful today, trying to figure out how to re-subdivide that. Re-subdivide our schedule into... Because they make our master schedule, but like they don't look at it for the sixth grade, right? Uh, so it doesn't really you can't really notice until you start running the math that like these hours these blocks of time are not equivalent (laughs) and again in the elementary school none of that matters right because they do like a reading and writing combined so their reading writing time is like super big and then they have like a small time for like science or like and then a different time for math so theirs are not like their subject time in the elementary school are not like equally segmented, right. right? They spend more time on some subjects than others. Okay. Which is weird, but that's what they do. We don't do that. And so they're always talking about it and we're always sitting in the back, raising our hand and be like, um, we but can't, us? we can't do that. <laughs> It's like when it comes time to music practice, they'll just be like, "Movie." Just they'll talk to the elementary, and they'll be like, "Yeah, elementary, we're just gonna move our reading and writing time to the afternoon." And I'm like, "The sixth grade's looking, uh, no, <laughs> that's not, 
it's not a thing that we do. We can't do that. Like what? <clears throat> and of course, when they make the master schedule, they don't take into consideration that in the elementary school, the sixth grade is the only grade that has to account for passing time. Right? The, because going <clears throat> moving, class, they move classrooms. Uh-huh. <clears throat> they move. So in, in fourth grade, right, when you're going to switch from writing to math, you're in the same room. Right? So it doesn't matter. You, you just switch. Yeah. You just like go to the bathroom or you could like just like put your binder up and get out a different binder and you start again. Yeah. That's, you know? That's it. <clears throat> in in sixth grade, you have to traverse to a completely different location. <laughs> you have to walk. You have to walk. So we also have to subdivide in a passing time of that we just sort of mirror the high schools, whatever, like the four minute, you know, the classic four minute uh passing time period. Um of like so we have to engineer that into our own schedule as well so we chunks of our time get eaten up that administration never remembers exist right so, well yeah that's why i would so so we lose many minutes per day right i mean we're talking like 30 plus minutes a day traveling you know <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, because their schedule thinks that you're in, you're in like math and then you're magically in lunch. Like, yeah, you just, no, no. (laughs) How do you think we get, we have to get there? Come on, we do it. So, like, Mm. that was our headache for today. So, you're like, no. Ah." Yeah. (laughs) So, that's fun. Making your own schedule because everyone forgets about you. And my favorite. And that on top of that class that's already shorter, trying to account time for the passing time, right? The Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I have these classes where like one will be like you know, oh plus our Monday schedule we have that shortened day Monday, so then it's like everything's like mega short. It's awful. Um You know what I mean? So, uh, that's not fun, but they, uh, I'll have like one class that's like, like 50 minutes, right? One class that's 52 minutes, (laughs) right? And then one class that's like something different. You're like, it's so hard to keep everybody on the same page. Well, so when every single class time is a different length of time, how, right? How are you planning on like, like realistically? I have no idea. Normally, uh, I just have to kind of like. I think uh, it's in some instances the first class I have. I just have to say like, all right. I'm going to paste everything on this class because I think it works out that uh, maybe I have to double check. My first class of the day is the shortest one anyway. Oh, okay. So I have to paste everything by them. So sometimes the classes that will come later will have like five minutes of just like nothing. Right. We have to fill it. We have to do something. Right. But like they have dead time in their classes <clears throat> that we have to fill with stuff because 
I, I'm like not going to go past where I stopped in my first class, right? Because then we're all, we're all crazy. We're all out of the rack. That's no good. Mm. <clears throat> but that's a real big pain, right? And so, like, it's difficult with the. Uh, and my classes now that are going to be a different length than last year. So I'm wondering how that will affect some of my multi day assignments, right? Like projects and stuff. Like, how many days do you get? Will it be good enough? Do we just go, yeah, we're just going to keep it to, I'm going to have to do something because it's shorter. Like, I don't really know how that's going to work. Sure. So. <laughs> Gross. Well, yeah. Disgusting. And make sure that you are being so mad. <laughs> fair and consistent with everybody. Yeah. And yeah, because gosh, if you're like, well, these people have, like, this group has technically had more time to work on this or get these concepts. How do I, um, you know, yeah because if if you if you figure in multi-day assignments you could end up in a situation where this class has had 15 more minutes to work on this assignment than this other class yeah and while that doesn't sound like a a lot you can get a lot lot done in 15 in the context of a class like a lot of time that's a lot of time (laughs) yeah and so that's uh I may just make a sly little sheet that has these times and being like, Hey, do you realize principle that I'm losing X minutes of instructional time per week compared to last year based on this new schedule? Yeah. Just wanted you to know that. Like <laughs> I may run the numbers next week and just see what it's going to add up to. But I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Cause you also don't want to unfairly, give the classes that have more time, like push them more and further and disadvantage the ones that don't get that time. Yeah. But then on the other hand, like if you have five minutes to do like a review game, you know, the other classes will be like, we didn't get to play a game. Like, yeah, Yeah, we didn't get to review. What are you talking about? Um, sorry. Uh, you guys, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, right. So it's very, just imagine uh, you just like getting towards the end of being like, stretch it any more, stretch Yeah, it. so, some days it's not a problem, right? Some yeah. days it is a big problem. It just depends on the classes, too. So that's another thing that's going to be weird. So, because every class has its own pace that it moves at anyway, because some classes like want to ask like 12 billion questions and other classes are like, yep. Okay. Uh huh. Please stop like, talking. Uh, I have work to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wait, no, um, that's more, when you want more time, I don't want it. like, the... <laughs> so that's also exciting. So well, let's hope that the classes that are going to naturally have more questions have a longer time. And we'll see. Classes. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, that's hard to judge too because I have literally no idea who these kids are. So, like, I don't know what they're doing. Like, <laughs> I have their reading level range, which again, not super helpful uh, currently. So, like, I don't know. Huh. Interesting. So, what <laughs> you can say this or not, what kind of information do you get about each kid? And I'm sure there's some other stuff in there, but like, generally, like, what do you like to look for? It gives you an idea of. And again, I'm almost going to preface this and that getting information about a person is different than actually meeting them and working with them. So yeah. your experience, like 
how do you try not to, you know, get ahead of yourself when talking with, you know, about kids? And even though you have this information that's quote unquote tells you about them. <clears throat> yeah. So like, uh, I actually don't get very much like, uh, academic information about them. Right. I have a class list that has they um <clears throat> the way that we do our reading levels they're like if you're in like x range you're assigned like this color you know and so i have a list in a spreadsheet that has names grouped by colors huh. which again as a science teacher only moderately relevant to my life right like i can see like okay this kid is going to need maybe a partner when we do reading stuff, but like I do that with everybody anyway. So because <laughs> <Good> everybody, <clears throat> well, science vocabulary is difficult. Well, yeah. Right? And yeah. so like, uh, so I don't, I don't, that tells me some, you know, this tells me like, Oh, these are some lower kids. I should just keep an eye out, see if they need extra help on this or this or that or whatever. <clears throat> Later on, Whenever they show up, I may get to see the map scores from last year, right? Their big testing scores. Because uh, fifth grade tests for science, you know, so I get to see those, but I usually don't even bother looking at them because in our school, we keep changing the reading and writing curriculum so much that like science curriculum instruction is kind of not a thing, you know, and in the elementary school anyway, not in sixth grade, boy, tell you that. Um, <clears throat> so in fifth grade, it's kind of the first year they have any science and then they have to take a science map test on it. So that, oh. that score is basically useless to me, <laughs> right? Like, I don't care what that says. That doesn't mean anything like get out of here. Um, you know, you could tell who's good at taking a test, I guess, but Ta-da. that's it. So that I get to see that, but it doesn't help me in this particular situation. So, uh, yeah, I get to hear about, uh, because I am at next door to the fifth grade, we'll talk about like, you know, behavioral stuff sometimes. Um, as a general rule of thumb, I try to like I take it in and I keep it under consideration, but I don't do anything with that information for a while. Right. Because I want to see what happens. Right. I kind of uh, don't want to judge too fast. Right. Cause that's dangerous with behavior stuff. So like, uh, because in fifth grade they're, you know, they, they will take that in consideration. And so in sixth grade, a couple things happen, right? Number one, you're a, Maybe not at the very beginning of the year, right? But later on in the year, you're a more mature individual than you are in fifth grade, right? Yeah. It's always very shocking to me, beginning of sixth grade, after, in my head, having just done the end of sixth grade last year, right? That is a, that's a gap, I'll oh, tell you. Like, right. <laughs> 
if you have in your mind what an end of sixth grade student is like, and then you're hit with the beginning sixth grade student, it's like, oh, geez, Louise, ah, oh, <laughs> readjust my expectations here for a minute. I gotta, blah. never mind. We gotta build back up. We gotta build back up to that. That's what we gotta do. Okay. Elite. <laughs> yeah. So like, you start maturing a little bit more. You're in a different group of people. Right. Because they mix the groups up and do stuff like that. They kind of like re if there's a particular two students that like just fight all the time and never get along, they split them up and they're not in the same class group. Oh, you know? at the scheduling level at the scheduling. Yeah. So like oh. you're in a, because the fifth grader teachers help decide the groups that the kids are going to be in for sixth grade at the end of the year before. Right. Yeah. Okay. They put their input into the principal. Right. Mm. <clears throat> in our school anyway that's what happens and so they can be in a different mix of kids you know uh it could just be a different environment because i had one time this kid he moved he moved to our school right and they told me right principal told me it's like yo this kid you know his old principal called me to warn me about him you know mm-hmm. and they showed me his discipline file not like in detail but they showed me the size sure. of his discipline file you could which was, they, which they was enormous on the table right yeah, yeah right <laughs> it's exactly what you're thinking of like imagine you know like the detective movies where they drop the huge file on the tip it's like that right <clears throat> so they were they were hyping this kid up it's the worst kid you've ever seen he's so bad blah, blah, blah. never had one problem at all when he was in my classroom <laughs> zero no office referrals no negative behavior reports nothing so like (laughs) you know like you you literally have no idea right like because sometimes you'll be like oh people be like oh this kid's great they're just so lovely horrid right like just a mess right so like (laughs) You never know, man. Like <laughs> that that kid I was telling you about last year, he he would come to see me every day, and I had him like two years ago. He was still like, "Come by, hey, Mr. Funkhouse, what's up, man?" Oh, Just wow. like that's all I did, right? It's like this kid. This is supposed to be the worst kid in the world, right here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's he's supposed on paper. You don't want to be anywhere near this kid, right? He's terrible. Mm. But like my experience with him, he's the nicest dude ever, man. He's great. Like what are you talking about? Like <laughs> I like this guy. Like so it's you gotta be really open minded, you know what I mean? And just like go with it. You just gotta be willing to go with it, and give it a shot. And you know what? That's what it is. The other thing I found, this is my personal sort of philosophy. Uh you have to have a bit of amnesia. Right? about these things because like if a kid has a bad day one day and you come in the next day and are still treating them like they're having a bad day from the day before they're going to respond appropriately right but if you come in and you're like new day man what's up it can help some kids right that having a real short memory about that stuff like is I think it's important. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, they didn't want to 
start out, you know, they they were like you said, they were having a bad day. They they weren't intending to have those, and that's a time of a lot of emotions and a lot of growth, yeah. and a lot of things. And going so on and, they don't want to start a new day thinking about yesterday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We want to think. Of, we want to start a new day thinking about today. Right. Today. Better. Boom. And that that's an important. <laughs> and if you, I think that's important for a lot of adults just to give to themselves too. And if you don't have like a lot of people, what they they hold on to what they did yesterday going into the new day, like that just internally as an individual. Yeah. And and that that weighs on you, right? You have no chance for for growth or for new things in your life. And so to have somebody externally yeah. <laughs> and imagine being 12 with yeah, that, right? 12, Yo, <laughs> but to have somebody externally who saw you the way you were yesterday and like knew you and maybe even talked to you about it, brand new day, like new thing, like that, what yeah. a freeing thing. Cause what that, that gives them space to, to, to do better. And I, obviously I know that some kids take advantage of that. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know at the end of it to go like yeah like this is phew, new opportunities like new um new uh, space for everybody every day and to give that grace to others and hopefully that teaches <clears throat> them to give that to themselves um like uh, the more they experience that yeah and it's it's kind of a it's a little bit culture shocky almost like coming from a from fifth grade to sixth grade in that regard, because in fifth grade you're, you're with the same teacher all day still. Yeah. Right. And so it becomes, it's more difficult in that situation, you know, because you spend all day, every day with the same people. Right. And so it, it can be more difficult to keep that attitude. Right. Oh yeah. But in sixth grade, you know, it's easier for me because they come in my room, you know, for, you know, whatever amount of time I set my schedule up today. I don't even remember. And then <laughs> to be determined, <laughs> then they leave, you know, and then I see them at lunch and then in the afternoon they come back for another class, you know? And so it, by splitting it up, you know, and like, if you had a bad day in like, the English class, if you were not, maybe you didn't have a good hour, but then you come into my class, you, you're starting over again, right? Because this, you have an opportunity now to make this hour better than last hour. You know what I mean? And sometimes we text each other and warn each other like, yo, keep an eye on so-and-so because they were having a rough time, you know? Like, sure. But then you can just be like, hey, man, what's up? How's it going? And then, you know, try to ease it out and kind of smooth it down because like it's fine right okay it's fine it's no big deal you had <clears throat> maybe you were struggling with whatever you were doing in english or math or science or whatever and now you're going to go to a different class and you have a new new learning opportunity in there you're doing different stuff you know maybe you do better there right that's all fine it's good it's all good man calm down okay yeah <laughs> well it just you know in, in again like also you don't know what they're coming from it could be school related it could be home life related um it, all that kind of stuff so i definitely think that it allows again just that, that that grace that humanity that you can bring to the situation with somebody who's so young who's so lost in a lot of ways of like like and 
I think that's that's a lot of that's a big chance for growth for them. And and I, when working with the kids, like my kids, it, it is very hard to do that because it's like it's like I know what you're capable of. I know. <laughs> like, I mean, you have that in my position too, because like some yeah. days, the kid comes in, you're like, "You're better. You could do better than that. What the heck are you doing, man? Yeah. Come on!" But like. You know, you got to judge about how much of that you tell them, right? Like how far oh, yeah. you push them that day, maybe the next day. Be like, yo, I, you know, <clears throat> I noticed we struggled yesterday. We could, we, you know, think we could do better today. You know what I mean? And it's, you know, it's tricky. It's hard. It's different. It's difficult for them to come in and do that and uh, make that shift. I had another thought. Oh, I, <clears throat> like you were saying about that. I had a, I've been like, it's a, uh, it's weird, right? Like all these things sound good on paper you know and uh i have been in a room before <clears throat> with other teachers and they wrote things they it was like a exercise it was dumb exercises where you got to write stuff on a piece of like paper on the wall or whatever you know um <clears throat> like a team building community non blah and uh <laughs> yeah they were talking about um you know, like motiv- educational motivations and stuff like that. Right. And, uh, a lot of people focus only on that. Like, Oh, I just want to love them. Especially when you talk to like second grade teachers, no offense, second grade teachers, but it's crazy down there. Um, and I have said in these places, in these spaces, like some of my goals and the things that drive me to be an educator is I want kids to want to be at school. Right. I want this to be an environment they want to be in and I want them to be excited and interested in learning right and i have had people tell me that's dumb <laughs> oh no like i want them to be excited about science and like no you shouldn't do that I'm like but excuse you get out of my face <laughs> i was like i want them to be i want school to be a place like you know even if you're like you can, especially if you, you know, you're struggling at home, you're having a hard time at home. Like if you're at school and I, you know, I understand that it's hard, but school can be your escape. Right. And if we're focused on science and we're like super into science, you're thinking about science. Everyone in the class thinking about science. You're not thinking about what happened last night at your house. Your friends aren't thinking about what you told them happened last night at your house. We're focused on other things. We're moving our focus away. Right. And if that can help distract you even for like a little bit win right you know what i mean so like i think these things are important right like be excited about learning new things i told somebody one time that i wanted kids to be excited about learning new things and they were like that's dumb i was like what 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 no why (laughs) (laughs) maybe so grumpy but I don't care because I still want that. So I just want to. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you've got a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is bad. Sure. Yeah. So next week, it's not, this week is nice because it's sort of eased into it, right? Because we had to work, uh, what's today? Thursday? We just had to work this week, right? We just worked yesterday right yeah yesterday and today boom and then next week we'll work monday through thursday and the school starts a week after that so ease it in with two days this week kind of 
uh, get it in there nice and gentle so I don't have to die of overexertion after two days only. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, two days. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So that was good. We did that. That's basically what I'm doing. Sorry. I'm monopolizing the whole conversation yet again. Uh, <laughs> Fine. <laughs> uh. This has been Educational Philosophy with Brandon. Um, what's the... <laughs>I did want to let's see here. You, you touched on something <laughs> about being intentional and formalizing about formalizing goals and like trying to put things down into like basically you're thinking about thinking and how you work and operate. And, and I oh, think yeah. this is something that I've been, I've been, I believe the teacher word is metacognition. No, blam. Um, <laughs> thinking about things. Um, that's literally the definition. <laughs> no, no, I don't believe that. Um, no, uh, <laughs> but I don't think in your opinion, do you, what do you, do you feel like that that's something a lot of people do? Um, maybe just, you don't have to say like in teaching specifically, but, uh, but just like in general, um, like people sitting and thinking about how they think, how they work, how they move through life, and, and are actually intentional in that way. I'm not real sure because the majority of my friends are teachers. So, like, I don't. Oh no! <laughs> so, like, Sampling I don't. Know, yeah, sample bias, right? Um, I don't know because I think a lot of times it is something that you do, sort of like, uh, for lack of a better term, without actually thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes these are things that you're doing, but you don't really think about it in the context of doing it. I think that might be a better way to say that. Um, so I don't really know the, to what extent other people do this, right? Yeah. Uh, like normies, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're out there being like, yo, I know that my, okay. So an example in my personal life, from like for a couple episodes ago, we we're talking about reading books, right? I was like, I, f- I feel so like ugh, tense and like scatterbrained that I can't focus on anything, right? Like my my ADHD tendencies or my ADD tendencies were like ramped up with all this like getting ready to go back to school and all that stuff. So like, I need something to focus on. So I consciously thought through like, what can I do to help me? And I thought about reading other mysteries because I know that they're engaging. They're short chatters. They, the story moves really briskly. You have to think about puzzle solving the whole way through. So, like, I knew huh. that that would help me. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> but I don't know if other people do that. Um, it's, it's difficult to do. It's a difficult thing to begin to do because you... Step one is kind of like... You have to have a lot of, like, self-knowledge. Right? And that's a scary thing to have. You know what I mean? You have to understand your thinking process. Right? And, I mean, you have to have some knowledge of thinking processes in general. You know what I mean? So, like, when we talk about this in school in connection to, like, reading, right? 
you want to be it's in that context this metacognition thought is uh, i believe i haven't taught reading in many years so give me a break here uh, other reading teachers sorry but like <clears throat> send your angry like, letters too <laughs> yeah um uh tweet us your response at uh we can uh but like you are trying to understand how your brain is processing the information that you're reading right and like nonfiction stuff so um it's difficult because you first have to kind of start at a ground level of like just basic like thought work right so it's a lot of reflecting right so you kind of have to reflect on not just your actions but like the thoughts you have while doing them because it is a lot of it's in order to kind of practice that reflection is a big important thing right like what like so in school if you're like oh here's the answer right then being able to think like why did i know that was the answer right how did i arrive at this answer how was I able to do this in a certain way? And it, 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 it shows itself up. I think the most in real life and like problem solving strategies. Yeah. Right. Like I, this is broken or this has gone wrong. What do I do to fix it? You know what I mean? Like what is the best course of action to, solve this problem whatever problem you have it could be a major problem it could be a minor problem right and i think starting with the minor problems uh any examination process simpler because there's less steps right you know what i mean so like problem okay real world context problem the reservoir on your automatic drip coffee pot is dirty what do you do? Yeah. Right. Like, so you could go, okay, I, this place that holds the water is filthy in there. Uh, even after I ran, so I would do step one, clean coffee pot, run vinegar through it. Right. That's step one. People know about that. Try that. <clears throat> okay. That's got the basket in the pot cleaner, but the reservoir is still gross. Okay. So then you're going to think about how do I clean things? Okay. And you're going to go, hmm, normally when I have to clean things, I scrub them with a towel in the kitchen, right? Like I get a rag and I wipe it. I can't get a rag in this tiny space because my hand is too big. Yeah. Right. And then you might go, what if I tied the rag to a spoon and I stuck it in there and tried to wipe it? And you might even try this and you might go. That is horribly inefficient and it's never going to work. Right. It's not repeatable. It's not repeatable. I can get the flat part, but the little weird curves at the bottom, there's no way it's getting out of there. So then you start coming up with other options and you might think to yourself, aha, my sink has one of those spray nozzle thingies. Right. I don't ever use that for anything. I wonder if I just spray a higher pressure hot water in my coffee pot if it will help clean it 
And you might try that. You might get some water on yourself, but you might find, oh, whoa, it did work. It's way cleaner now. Mm. Right? That's the problem solving step. You have just done some metacognition about problem solving right through there. And so you, I don't know to what extent people know that that's what they're doing because they might not know these vocabulary words or they might not understand the process fully, but that's what you're doing. So next time your coffee pot is dirty, you go straight to the end one. Yeah. Right. You don't go through all the steps again. You go straight to the thing that was successful. Right. Same thing like in school. Uh, if you go through this process, right. You the next time you do these things, like when you're reading or whatever, or you're doing a science experiment, because this is like the same thing as the scientific method, basically, um, <clears throat> just less formalized, right? Um, you go to the thing that worked last time. You know, the frustrating part in education is as you progress in education, you do the thing that worked last time, and then all of a sudden, sometimes it doesn't work, and then you go crud. Okay. <laughs> what new strategies have I learned about to throw at this problem to see if it can fix it? <laughs> or maybe it's yeah. So something that uh, this is an interesting scenario because something that uh, I actually encounter a lot with pet care that you don't a lot of people don't think of is uh, I deal with a lot of vacuum cleaners because uh, we vacuum at the end of each uh, at the end of the stay, so the owner comes home to. A clean home and um the number of vacuums uh models out there are varied and there's a lot of different options the and number of vacuums that we had as children was varied and crazy right <laughs> like what was that white thing what was that why <laughs> more one and yeah do they even make those anymore that was crazy uh, as canister va- it was a as can- technically a canister vacuum because the vacuum was separate from the, the vacuum yeah. head but you had to drag it along. There was a weird foot treadle to start it, right? The yes. whole thing, like, yes. but yeah, no, I understand what you mean. Yeah, like, yeah, how? Yeah, that's a good point. That's another good one. Like, have, how do I have similar problems with things like, oh, it's the suction's bad, or it doesn't seem to be picking up this thing on the floor, huh? Why, right? Like, and then all yeah. of a sudden you start going, okay, like, is the canister full? Mm. Is the filter okay is the other filter and on the modern ones it's like is the other 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 filter yeah true (laughs) it was an embarrassingly large number of years before i realized that where the filter was on our vacuum cleaner i'm just gonna say that um (laughs) i scrub i have scrub i scrub so many air filters (laughs) because nobody knows that they're there uh, this when i discovered it i was like I'm throwing this out and buying a new one because this is horrible. <laughs> as long as it's foam, you can usually wash it. Yeah. But, but that process of it, it's not just building those connections in that, that pathway of thinking. It's also being able to back up in that, in that stack and go, where did it fail this time? Like with your example, oh, yeah. like cleaning the pot, it's like, huh, I did the exact same method and it didn't work right now. It's like, Oh, well, Maybe it's the being able to step back and go, oh, well, the carafe is different or the reservoir is different or um, it, this is a new model or whatever. And go, how far up the chain do I have to go to see where it broke and then rework it from there? And that takes a huge amount of not just self-knowledge, but self-awareness of your surroundings and the world. 
And I see that more and more when I talk to people or have these conversations with them about, about problem solving. And it seems, and I know that's a big thing, like in education of like, how do I teach problem solving? Uh, and like, well, we need to do teach more problem solving. And it's like, that is an immense, immense challenge. <laughs> I mean, basically you just sort of have to like throw problems at them and watch them solve it. Right. And then yeah. just be like a coach, be like, have you tried thinking about this? Yeah, exactly. And like, <laughs> and then, and then, but the other, other aspect of that is being able to go, and I forget there's a word for this and it's, it's going to bug me, but like, okay, so you solved it in this context, being able to see how that applies to other contexts and other scenarios is I think another step of going, wow, I did this process or I understand this, like, so for, for me, it's like, okay, I understand this concept in biology and biological modeling and how population dynamics work. And then going, wow, all of these same principles apply over here in economics and in investing in, in how people handle money and stuff. And then I, I think once you start getting into the problem solving, and again, that makes it sound like it's this big grand thing, but it's actually just like, working and living in daily life and being aware of it basically <laughs> basically like going wow in this context when i'm at work i do these things when i'm at home i do these things when i'm with my family i do these things when i'm recreating i do these things and there's there's similarities between all of them and they're not just these individual distinct chapters or, or blocks in my life and and that's where i think there's a, another breakdown of of self of awareness in, in people's life and going about because I, I would be it's kind of interesting to think and I wonder how often this happens where people solve problems at work but when they get home it's a struggle or maybe they're really good at solving problems when they're at home but when they're at work they have issues there and that could be their support systems or the type of problems or whatever but like I knowing okay like I, I can approach these problems in a different way and I think it just leads to a lot of, it's just, it's something that I've been thinking about a lot recently, especially as we've been, been hiring people and trying to help get them set and like under trying to help them understand how they work and they function. And because I see the same trope over and over again by other people in businesses who are hiring, who they complain about how they're hiring and they complain about the quality of people that they're getting and they're so frustrated and they don't know how to you know, work these days or they're all ridiculous and they don't know a thing. And it's like, well, okay, but like, what's your role in this and how can we help them? And really putting that educator hat on and going, okay, maybe you've never thought about thinking and maybe you've never thought about this in your own life. Um, That's true too. And it goes back to expectations as well, right? Like in that instance, like have you clearly like you cannot just I mean, like if you walk into a sixth grade classroom and just like assume everybody knows what to do, yeah, you will die, right? Okay. That's what like you <laughs> you will not survive because that's the most idiotic thought anyone's ever had, right? Like sixth graders just know what to do automatically on the first day of school because they're no, sixth graders. They don't you can see it on this piece of paper. It says they're in sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, right. That means they should know how every expectation I have that they've a person they've never seen before. That's what and they know. I, and I just see people get so frustrated where they go, 
well, they should know, right? I said clean, like, like a phrase, like, okay, let's just take back to the vacuum cleaner, like clean at the, at the second to last. Well, here, I'll, I'll just say this before the client home gets home clean. What, like that's very what vague. Earth, what is that? What what does that mean? Right. <laughs> and, so like, and, <laughs> yeah, like see that's problematic because that could be interpreted as okay. This client's going to be gone for four days. I just have to clean sometime in the next four days. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I could clean on day two and be like, I did. False. I cleaned, man. We talking about? Or or hmm, when I think clean, uh, I wipe down <clears throat> counters, and um, there you go. And <laughs> yeah, I think about this makes me think about my when I worked at the pizza place in high school, right? When yeah. I did my training, right? It was a very specific, like the boss dude, the manager would just like walk around and be like, he's like, this is what I he's like, this is how we clean tables. Yeah. And he like showed me exactly how to do it. Right? Like <laughs> And then, you know, later on, like when we're cleaning the floor at the end of the night, these are the things that you need to do. And they're not, the floor is not clean until this is done. Mm. Right. He was extraordinarily specific about everything that he wanted done. Right. And that made it easy for me. Cause I'm like, okay, that, that makes sense. I understand that. Boom. Right. <clears throat> you know? So it was like, yeah, that's a good, that's a good, a uh, lesson in just like you need to sometimes you have to show people too right like because you can't just be like yo clean right like well well cleaning cleaning at your house and cleaning at a restaurant setting are not the same so we need <laughs> right? we need to talk about what that means well and and with that like okay cleaning your home versus cleaning a client's home when you're actually technically being paid to care for the pets is also different and yeah. like, like, like I, I, I'll, so I've talked to a lot of our staff and like, look, I am, I am probably one of the most OCD people you will know about cleaning. And like, we got to just stop at some, point, <laughs> at some point because we have a lot of other things to do where we can't be spending all of our time just cleaning because we could like, that, I can spend <laughs> all of my time cleaning this house and I will, but, and I will. I <laughs> but that's, but you're going to leave and then I'm going to go crazy. Uh, but, but, but trying to help people and I, I think again tying it back to thinking about thinking and how we process and knowing that how I process is different how you process is different how everybody else processes and and I think it's kind of on it's both at the individual level right there's some responsibility there but having good people around you that can help you in that process discover how you process and think and how you can be productive in a good way is is very um it's, oh man i i think that that's that's kind of part of just being a decent person <laughs> yeah and i think i think one really important step that you can take to help do this uh if this is something that you're interested in listeners is if that like i this this is a thing that i do with my kids right so they uh when they're working on something or they're doing something or whatever it is we could be doing a project could be a, a sheet it could be the reading passage whatever i don't know like uh they will come to you because they're still in this process right of understanding this and they'll say they will just tell you i don't get it yeah and i say 
Can't help you. Right? Don't get what? You know? And the first few times I do that, they look at me like I'm an idiot. And (laughs) I'm like, if you... I was like, I don't know what it is. Uh Right? So I will ask them, like, questions, right? About, like, try to figure out what it is. Like, what is the... Like, let's back up. Where did you start having trouble understanding? Right? What is confusing you? What uh, specific part do you not understand? Well, right? It's, and they it's, hate me. The first me. times we do this, they hate it so much. <laughs> but it's, it's doing what I said earlier about the coffee pot. It's backing them up the stack because they've never encountered this problem before. And they thought their way of problem solving and thinking was sufficient to tackle this issue and yeah. you are teaching them that process of you're pushing the boulder back up the hill and going mm-hmm. nope 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 like because that's actually the hard work like of like that that is insanely hard to back up the momentum and inertia and mm-hmm. i know from like solving complex mathematical equations or in physics like you get on a train where you're like oh great i can go chunk a chunk a chunk and i just go all the way through and i get the answer and then you get one which throws you a curveball and all of a sudden you're like you hit the wall real hard it's like, <laughs> i did everything what do you mean and you have to erase all that work and you have to go back line by line by line until you can see oh yeah where that was and it's even harder for uh, it's even harder for work that's more creative or out of the box thinking um like problem solving or like design or like art or writing or things like that or science where you're like i'm yeah. doing something completely new here where nobody's ever done this before i am now kind of guiding this myself how do i do that how do i think through this in a new way because then you're, you're having to break your like, you really are breaking your brain like i have to think a new way what do you even mean like yeah. this is how i this is how i think <laughs> Yeah, so sometimes you you get them backed up enough where they'll just be like, okay, I don't know this word. You're like, mm. ha! Yeah. That I can help you with. And okay, the like, <laughs> yeah, the specificity of there, you have to tell me, like, in, and, and what's good about that is it's, it, and I, and I think it's a good practice for everybody of, I need to be able to verbalize or write out what the problem is in my own words in my own way but until i can get it down and out i'm just nebulously moving around and that's as soon as you get that question where you can lock into something that's where you can actually start getting traction on 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 moving forward and getting help and getting connected to other resources i mean there are times where it's like i know there's a technical word for this one thing i have no idea what it is i'm just going to go to google and Google this phrase that I think describes yeah. something. <laughs> it's like ta-da! Like I have, I have words that that describe what I need help with. Don't, like you said, don't just say help. Don't just say I don't like this. Don't just say it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like focusing on the it. What what is it? What is the struggle? Like really focusing, like forcing them to some extent to get that out is where those skills come in down the line of like you no know, specificity in asking for help is where we can start actually getting traction in this. Yeah, definitely. Right. Figuring out just where you're stuck. Right. And it's important. And like I said, they really hate it. The first few times we talk about this, 
the first time they come up to me and they go, I don't get it. And I say, get what? And they're like, I don't get it. Like, Still doesn't help me, man. What are you talking about? Like, ooh, you said it more forcefully. <laughs> well, I do, we do this with with the kids too, where you know they'll be doing some schoolwork. We're getting we don't we don't have school for another well many at this point it's after Labor Day. Um, Good grief! Go I know it's a long time. Um, and and yeah, you try to do homework, and Lil will get frustrated, and she'll be like, you know, I don't like it, don't like it, I don't get it, and I know sometimes. For me, sometimes I'll say that when I'm kind of just like done working on it. And what I actually want to say is I need some space and I, I want to work on this later. But I don't want to say that. I'll just say I don't get it so that I can just keep moving forward and I'll get the help that I need. Yeah. And, and again, getting that like, okay, it's okay to say I want to work on this later. Or it's okay, like if you can. Like obviously sometimes you have to like, in life, sometimes we have to do hard things that does include pushing through to get things done and deadlines, blah, 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 whatever. But like, nah, I do it later. <laughs> <laughs> Editing that part out. Just kidding. <laughs> but like, like, really, like, now you're opening up to other forms and you're actually having a conversation about it, too, of like, okay, like, at that point where you can say, it's not just like, okay, I said this phrase, but it's like, I'm, I'm actually, what I'm actually asking. Like, that's another thing, too. Like, once you get more self-aware about this, too, it's like, oh, what I'm actually trying to say is I want to go outside for a walk (laughs) because I'm tired of doing my addition tables. Yeah. Okay. We could, let's handle that. Like, that's good. That's helpful. That's more healthy than just sitting here and you saying you don't like it or you don't understand because you know I'll help you versus you just want to go take a break. Okay, sweet. (laughs) Like, we can work with that. Yeah, definitely. So that's a, yeah, it's important just to identify the problem, right? Step one. (laughs) That is, it is. So anyway, okay, cool. That's, I, yeah, I, I was, I was curious about that. Um, like I said, we've been, that's a, that's a ongoing issue. Um, not issue, ongoing topic that I I spent a lot of time thinking about, um, for for problem solving and thinking. So yeah, it's hard because that's like a big, thing and it is difficult right and you just have to kind of challenge people sometimes throw problems at them say hey what do you think about this boom i'm adding to my tour topic list i'm adding i'm i want to know about this know about this um productivity in ways of working oh lord i don't think you want to hear my thoughts on this (laughs) no no i want to know about this this is adding to the topic list it's right underneath concert horror stories and cake wars and food shows. Which yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <clears throat> and co- and uh, my uh, workflow is very addled and erratic. And I don't, some people are like, Dude, this, what? <laughs> this is what I want to know. It's what I want. So I'm adding it to the list and we'll, we'll, we'll get to that right after we get to Columbia cocaine hippos must be cold. Uh, I think we talked about that actually. Well, I see a lot of these things we've like mentioned. Actually, we've touched on it. It's true. I don't yeah. know. I don't know when to mark them off. Cause it's like, <laughs> it might show back up. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So anyway, before we go, I have to tell you what Susan said a little while ago. This oh, is a complete oh. topic shift, right? Topic shift. <laughs> it's just sort of like, this is this is our new T-shirt design. Okay, this is how good it is. Uh oh, <laughs> she okay. goes. We were watching while we were eating supper. We were just like trying to flipping through, and we were watching that show alone. You know about the show, yes. right? Okay, 
<clears throat> listeners, if you don't know what alone is, uh, it's where the History Channel just takes people out into the woods and dumps them there. And whoever survives without dying or getting sick the longest wins a prize. <laughs> it's like a survival thing, right? So the one that started tonight was like about a, it was like a special, like, you know, people that had been on the show before. It's like second chance. Or it's like a winter, super winter time. But anyway, they were talking, they're like way up in Canada, right? So there's like stinking polar bears around there, right? Ugh. And if you if there's one animal that you'd never want to meet in person, it's a polar bear, one oh, of the very few animals that will actively hunt and eat your face off, yeah. like and be like, mm, "That was tasty. Let's do it again." <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're merciless. <laughs> so the, they were talking about survival, blah blah blah. And the guy had made some sort of comment about doing the bare minimum, oh, <laughs> and yeah. Susan goes. But you don't want to do the bare maximum either. (laughs) 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 I fell off the couch. It was hilarious. So our new shirt needs to say, don't do the bare, B-E-A-R, maximum. Just Just calm down. That's what it should say. Don't want to do the bare maximum. Yeah. Don't do the bare maximum. Calm down. Love this. <laughs> so it's gonna be, it was so good. I, I was like, oh my gosh. This I, is can so, hear, I can hear it. It was so beautiful. I'm so proud of her. It was lovely. <laughs> yeah, Google Docs is throwing a fit about this. It's got everything underlined. It's like, do you mean bare, B-A-R-E minimum? I do not. It, 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 I'm like, no. <laughs> <clears throat> It's where you do something so over the top that you run the risk of getting eaten by a bear. <laughs> that is the context, folks. A bear back. Max, don't do that. No. Don't do maximum bear. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we print that sucker up. Okay. That that is the one. So we're gonna. <laughs> Okay, well, on those words of wisdom, yeah, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll see you next time. All right, wrapping up the episode, episode one fifty. The the grand three year retrospective six dish episodes, if we remember. There we go. Uh, okay, Love there we go. We'll just make it into a countdown so we don't forget. Eh, eh. Uh-huh. six episodes to go. Yeah. Do you still, is your third favorite ice cream still the same? Still the same. Do you remember what your original three were? No. no. Do you, have you started eating your eggs in a new way? Ah, uh, what is the everyday carry update? Oh, we, we do need to do that at some point. We keep do talking about it. And... We do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Man, we've got so much, uh, follow- so much follow. It's just going to be two hours of follow up from all yes. the people left out there. Perfect. <laughs> Great. Well, well, with that as our cliffhanger, we'll uh, wrap it up. Okay. Now we're ready. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>